Welcome to the Blood Lab. I am Al. This is Marcus. We are welcoming Rick, Sean, and Gabe. What's going on, fellas? Come on, brothers. All right, all right. Hello, wonderful people. Uh, uh. Well, this is going to be our horror movie episode. We kind of covered a little bit on it. We touched on it in the slasher episode, but not too much. But in this episode, you know, we're going to touch on it a lot. So we'll be doing top five horror movies. And I asked you guys before coming on if anybody had like a scary story or a spooky story. I believe Rick is the only one along with Shovel. Sean's in the story as well, so it's Rick and Sean. I've got a few, maybe. So we'll see how that works out. So starting with top fives, I'm going to pass it on to Marcus first. Oh, man. Brother, Actually, are you not ready? I w- yeah, no, I want to. Yeah, I need a second <laughs> to keep thinking about it. So <laughs> okay. I'll let somebody else go first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gabe, you're up, brother. All right. Um, top five horror movies. And along with your top five, I want to know which one of those terrified you or scares you the most. All right. Uh-oh. And remember, guys, I have to stay away from the slasher movies, straight horror. Alright, well, this is no particular order. Um, The Exorcism, the original. Exorcist? Yeah. Classic. The original one. Um, Deepers Creepers. I don't know if you guys heard of that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I know you said stay away from slashing movies, but Nightmare on Elm Street, man, is, is like one of my top, uh, scary ones. That, that, um, that, that totes the line. It totes the line. It's a horror movie, um, I think. Well. Paranormal Activity. Really? Okay. I know it's a few. I know it's a few of them, but I mean that whole. We'll say the series. We'll say the series. Um, at oh, Thirteen uh, Ghost. Thirteen Ghost uh, is a great one. Thirteen Ghost is good. Yeah. It's a fun one, if nothing else. That's <laughs> one I'll always own. Oh, oh, I watch it often. Um, a lot of, all of them actually. Um. What scares me is the you can't you can't kill these things in a normal fashion. You can't kill them with a gun or with a baseball bat. You know what I'm saying? These are super. This is supernatural, and that's supernatural. Bottom line, that's what scares me. Anyway, you know, so pretty much all of them. Me, then you go. Know, well, that's what I'm saying. All of them, like sure. you know, spirits, evil spirits, like thirteen goals, bro. Like I don't know about you, but I don't want to be meeting the juggernaut, you know, in a dark alley or something, you know what I'm saying? Hell I will no. say this about I will say this about Hell that because no. you know <laughs> I will say this about that. I, I agree with you and not wanting to see those kind of ghosts, but those kind of ghosts are essentially, I don't want to say non-existent. They kind of portray them to be violent, and it's really, ghosts can't do that. Demons can, ghosts can't. Yeah, so there's a difference between a spirit and a demon. Yeah. yeah. They could They could be, They could could be. very well be demons as well. I mean, you know, they portrayed us as ghosts in that movie, but, you know... I don't know. Well, supernatural is what what bugs me out. Oh, most certainly. I, I couldn't agree more. That. I couldn't agree well, more. I respect that. What about you, Sean? You're just stuck. I mean, um, <laughs> oh, you're fucked. Agree, Absolutely he's fucked. Some, he's got some good ones on that list for different reasons. I mean, like, yeah, like Thirteen Ghosts is fantastic. Not gonna win any awards, but just a fun oh. friggin' movie. Matthew Lillard. Matthew so, Lillard, and it's got Matthew, Matthew Lillard, Lillard in it. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. Shannon Elizabeth. Come on. Oh yeah, Shannon Elizabeth. 
need not be um i wouldn't mind seeing like a like a uh like an origin story of the 13 ghosts they've been you know talking about a series is coming out on that yeah series. i don't know what streaming uh, service but they have talked about it coming out uh, probably on netflix they they can netflix, like, probably yeah um but yeah they've talked about doing a series and it's supposed to be an hour devoted to each one of <laughs> the black zodiacs so that would be really cool as long as they don't make it too cheesy well, so yeah if they revisit and they do it well um oh, yeah, that would I hope be they cool. wait for the right script they got they got yeah. they better wait for the right script um okay nine years all over again that'd be great <laughs> there you go but uh <laughs> no i like what you said as well like these things can't be killed especially like in 13 ghosts 13 ghosts you literally see these guys walk away and kind of dip off once the house you have spoiler alert right. once everything kind of goes to shit yeah they they, they disappear. disappear off into the world um, once you so, disrupt yeah, the spell them. you can disperse with them yeah, well, yeah, and and I like what you said as well. You know, call it demons, call it ghosts, and they're in that specific story. They call them ghosts, but with as little as we know about Bold, it, you really it? could insert any role. You know, um, yeah. that being said, my top five. Um, I'm gonna go with the classic, and I know that you know there's, it's a little murdery, but it's definitely horror first. Uh, it, it was terrifying Bold. for everybody, everybody and their mothers, and for generations, we're still well, stickered clowns. You go on um, original with that, the original or, or the new stuff with Skarsgård? Yes, yes, and I'll tell you, I, I like this. I like this Skarsgård guy, the young, the young brother. He's fantastic. He's incredible. He's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, he's he in, he's great in everything, and he's a terrifying Pennywise. But he's no Tim Curry. Tim Curry set that role up, and he was he was scary enough to do nothing else beyond that. Like he's good. He's golden. Oh yeah. Oh yes. They float. When you're down here, you float down. And imagine um, this. I like that that was scary, and it was a TV series. It wasn't even yeah. a movie. That's right. They turned it into a movie later, didn't they? Yeah. Okay. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Bill. Bill is incredible. He does a great job with it. And if anybody is able to redo that, it's him. He did well, fantastic, but yes, I mean, did. Tim Curry is Tim Curry, and he's in call. He's 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 amazing in the role. So let's yeah. not take that from him either. Um, and second, the thing, John Carpenter's. I know. Uh, I think they redid that one, but the thing, the original, the thing. was not only terrifying in like a mental kind of way but that was one of those movies where gore mattered like that was gross <laughs> like, that shit gross um but it was well done it was just terrifying just like that what that whole thing that you truly don't understand that summed it up and you're just like yeah it, it had everything it screamed what the fuck it was awesome um pet cemetery was the original mess then we could talk about the new one you want to at some yeah, point? Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah here we all watched it. That's <laughs> new. Um, but the original, the original was incredible. Uh, again, never get out of bed again. Never get out of bed again. Never get out of bed again. <laughs> that one was great. It was it. It leaps and bounds from the book. We've talked about that as well, mm-hmm. but still a fantastic movie, a terrifying movie, and one that I definitely didn't. I mean, I was like ten, granted, but I did walk out of it. I didn't, <laughs> didn't make it through that sitting. So I've gone back since then and watched it. But um, speaking of movies that I've walked out of, I've, we've talked about this. You and I have talked about this. But the movie Leviathan from the yes. late eighties, uh, uh, under Steve. I'm going to check movie. that out since you mentioned it. I have to oh, check it out. I mean, give me your take on it. Yeah, I want to know. Check it out I mean, there's other movies that I saw, like, you know, I watched Ghoulies when I was a kid, and I was like, ah. um, you know, <laughs> going back and watching it, Ghoulies is great. But, yeah, Leviathan terrified me. I left the movie theater, and you guys asked me how it ends. I still don't know. I haven't gone back. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a scary-ass movie, though. And then, one that I just put on here, because it's not, by any means, the scariest movie that I've ever seen, but I feel like it goes under horror movie, and it's just a cool fucking movie, and it definitely deserves mention from dusk <laughs> till dawn. I'm a mutation. <laughs>
Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that's good. There's a great take on a vampire movie, and you don't even know it's a vampire movie until about 45 minutes into the son of a bitch. It's right. It's fantastic. Well, and it had a great cast. That was an awesome cast. Watch the series, too. The series was phenomenal. I haven't yeah, seen the I series, really but I've heard it. that it's very, very good. And that entire first season, I know season, I pushed it on you like, a few times. And, yeah. I just haven't been able to. What was it on? It was on. It's on Netflix, Netflix. currently. Netflix. Yeah. I say this why. about the yeah. series. Uh, the guy, yeah. the character, the guy who played Fez on that '70s show. Yeah. Yeah, Wilmer. He's Wilmer. ahead of the cartel there. I think. Yeah. He. You get to see. You get to see his range from being the clown on that '70s Absolutely. show to what he does in this show. So oh, yes, absolutely. From that's always been one of my testaments to that series. From sure. well, yeah, no, is it, it, a good movie. It's unfortunate that great actors like that get pigeonholed into something because they've done it for so long. Especially a role like that that really like kind of makes you. You get stuck yeah. playing it. So when you're able to break out of that, I'm happy for anybody that can do that. That's great. As am I. Yeah. As am I. Well, sure. As am I. So out of out of that five, which one terrified you the most? Out of those five. I gotta go with Leviathan. I mean, like, I walked See, out. See, I have to watch this shit, man. I have to watch I mean, like, look, like I said, I was, it was a long time ago. I was younger, admittedly. But I know when I was watching that screen and everything that happened, whatever led up to it, I was watching and I was like, okay, yep, nope, we're done. And I got up and I laughed. So at some point, it got to, and not many, not many movies had done that. No other movies had done that prior to that. Wow. So yeah, go back, give it a watch, and let me know. Maybe it's just, maybe it didn't stand up to the test of time. I don't know, but wow. I was terrible. <laughs> Slick Rick, the ruler. Listen, here's my thing with horror movies. Growing up, I it's. It was my genre of choice. I didn't like cartoons as a kid. I watched wrestling, kung fu, and horror movies. Like, that was that was me as a jit. You know what I mean? And sports. I was really into sports. So that said, um, my list is going to be a little bit different because it's not always the most scariest that I thought were the best horror movies. Uh, so at number five, uh, this is one that Gabe said, is Jeepers Creepers. Uh, the Jeepers Creepers series to me was a good horror movie. Uh-huh. Um it didn't really get too cheesy at times when it where it really, really could have. Um, I'm looking forward to this new one that they're making. Um, the third one was <laughs> cheesy. The third one was kind of. Th- that's that's what, what I was, heard. I was gonna. I yeah. was just gonna touch on the third one. It started getting a little. I like the just the evolution of him as a creature. Yes. Oh, Lord. And, and the and the first one and the first one was definitely like jump out scare, and um, you didn't get to see him a lot. I think it was probably because of the money situation, so it made it a little more scarier, and I really like Justin Long in it. You know what I mean? Um, it's a good flick. Yep. You know what I mean? I liked Jeepers Creepers. Good horror movie for me. Uh, yeah. I would say, and, and I really don't have too too much of an order. I have more of a, what my favorite is from each kind of horror movies. I think is probably a better way to describe mine. Uh, the next one I'm going to okay. say is Trailer Park of Terror. Um, it is... By far, one of the one of the ones that freaked me out, like all like, like all South Parks are way the fuck out there. But the South Park episode where Paris Hilton had the whore off with Mister Slave was just like an extra <laughs> kind of fucked up. And Trailer Park of Terror is right on that level. It, it it's just I don't have any of y'all seen it. No, no, um, no. So I, I don't want to give. I won't give too much of the spoiler. But the premise to it is is this. A, a, an entity owns a trailer park and the people they get close by get baited in and go through all kind of everything you would think of in a trailer park you know what I mean it's fucking great and it's fucking it's definitely on the scarier side um, I I don't know if these really count as slasher or not but I loved scary movie. Um, although it wasn't scary for me, the kids that I watched <laughs> with, it, it absolutely enough. still scared them. But the, the fact that it had, it was a horror movie that comedy horror had a, of just it had a lot of comedy still too. It Why? still stayed with horror because listen, like yeah, you know, you, you, there's some other ones to compare it to, like Shaun of the Dead and maybe like Club Dread and stuff, where there is some Club legit Dad. like killing with the comedy. But right, most of the time, well, oh, yeah. friends, it, 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 
it's great, man. I love those guys. Broken Loser. We can talk about it. It made me want it made that movie, that movie right there. I told my wife if we have a daughter, we're gonna name her Pinalo. Oh, that is a beautiful name. Pinalo. Pinalo. It's breathtaking. Pinalo. <laughs> a nice name. That's awesome. She looked at me and she awesome. was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I'm like, you know what it is. Now, the but ones that absolutely have scared me are, are ones that are psychological in nature, okay? So, um, if I was going to, uh, I guess, say the one that scared me the most at the same time as changed my whole perspective on what I saw in a horror movie was Event Horizon. Okay. Um, Your beautiful ship killed its crew, Doctor. Wow. Now she has another crew. For sure. Uh, and the reason was it was the first time that I really felt personally, like, not just scared by the possibilities that were introduced to me by that movie. You know what I mean? It was the first time where I really saw with some good Hollywood production, if you will, it's a good cast, um, it introduced the whole, the, the, the the killer is us you know what i mean like whatever they experience it turns them into the killer like like the whole uh and this is the other one that i'm gonna put in there i know sean will probably trip out on me but fucking blair witch and it was yeah. the same premise <laughs> Look, because when there blair wasn't witch like there first was a, came out we didn't know that they were playing at. us yeah well, that was just it. And, you know, again, us being here in Orlando, you know, living in the UCF uh -huh. area, and there was a little connection there. Sean worked at the movie theater at the time when it come out. We had some friends go and see it, like, the couple of when it first come out, and then we went a couple of days later. And we were sort, sort of, of put under this premise that it was more real than we thought. Sean knew a little more than I did because he worked at the, at the theater at the time. But when I went in... I legitimately, the first time when I watched it, I thought it was actual it. footage. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, for real. <laughs> so, so putting putting that spin on it, thinking that it was real the first time, I was like, what the fuck? But then, but then when you watch the other, have you watched the other Blair Witch stories, Blair Witch 2, which was Book of Shadows, and then the third one yeah. was more of a revisiting the, the, the with the family members? Movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, here's, here's the deal. Here's the deal to me with it. It's not the quality of the movie the answer here is the type of horror movie that scares me and it's when those scenarios occur like it's more i'm more scared of us guys all going out in the woods one time to go camping and get fucked up and then some spirit in that fucking woods turn us all on each other and some wild shit starts happening and they're doing ceremonies with our body way more that than i am crazy. jason or michael fucking chasing me you understand what yeah. I'm saying? Because oh, like absolutely. we talk about and all the time. Real, that's why yeah. like deliverance have such impact. Deliverance, because, like, that's I almost people. put deliverance on my goddamn list, but I didn't really make it a horror yeah. movie. So but I really saying, wanted to put like, it on the list. <laughs> but this shit like that. Like I'm more I'm more worried about like the hillbillies in the woods than a ghost. You know what I mean? Like, oh, absolutely. That's that's you got to <laughs> you gotta a lot of inbreeding. A lot of inbreeding. A lot of inbreeding was done in the woods, so scared that motherfucker too. I've been around the when mountains. You and, that, when you mention that kind of shit, movies like uh, Wrong Turn, ooh, the Hills Have Eyes, disturbing. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. Like when you really, when you go back, and I mean, that's all people. That's all people at their at their at their primal nature, doing uh -huh. what people do when left to do what they can get to doing. You know, and mm -hmm. that's pretty dark. And it's a, it's and, a survival instinct, pretty much. Yeah. And to go yeah. back to Event Horizon, Rick. Sometimes when we're shown our true nature, we can't handle it. Yep. So the only the only the only thing left to do is to do what they did. That's correct. You know? you know, you talk about it often. You talk about it often when we when we touch on like, you know, how we'd react and act in apocalyptic situations and zombie situations and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, man, it, it nails it on the head. And a lot of horror movies seem to pull us back to that too. Like it. You get like sort of a represented mind state within each character, like a stereotype, especially like the Nightmare on Elm Street series was just amazing at that. And, and mm -hmm. that's why it kind of toes the line on because, yeah, there is a slasher guy who's involved with it, but it really is more really more psychological, especially when you throw in the dream side of it. Yeah, it I consider it like a mental thing. No, that's a lot of stuff. I, yeah. I consider Nightmare on Elm Street like sci-fi horror. 
what I'm saying? Yeah, Isn't that definitely. horror, though? I mean, even if it's a slasher movie, it's still kind yes. of... It's like slasher's like a subgenre. I would say like just because of the mental effect. I mean, there is a lot yeah, of mental... Yeah. I mean, any yep. of those movies, like, when you talk about any of these movies where it's not them battling on a physical plane and it gets inside their head, Freddy's well. very much that. You know, it's not so oh, much... Oh, shoot. Yeah, you know, he doesn't butcher you in wow. life. Like, he's not coming at you, beating you with a baseball bat. He's literally well. fucking you up in your dream, and that yeah. exists in the yeah. reality because of what your brain does to your body. That's so, right. I mean, yep. That, it definitely, definitely psychological more so than physical on that one. And if you think about and it... Freddy and Jason... Nightmare on M Street was the Matrix before the Matrix. Yeah, oh, it was. Yeah, so, you know, saying that there, that's a it's a level of reality. I, I remember J, uh, Freddy versus Jason in the movie theater very very vividly, <laughs> and um, and and I remember worrying that Freddy was going to come through the fucking exit door and shit if I fell asleep in the theater. <laughs> no, I think that movie did come out in three D. I just watched that recently. Was one of the first ones. Jason X was in 3D too, if I remember right. I just watched Freddy versus Jason recently. I, I mean, did I too. Like the movie, I did man. too. I mean, it's, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, yeah it's fun. Yeah. Now, out of awesome. the other guys, now out of, out of that top five, you you would say Event Horizon scared you the most, Rick? Um, I, I, yes, because again, it goes back to it's it's not so much that it's scared. the things when I was a kid probably scared me more. But it scared me the most because it was the first time as an adult I was scared. Now, I know I asked Gabe and Marcus and these guys if they have witnessed or had anything horrific or terrifying happen to them. They didn't. They couldn't think of anything off the top of your head. You said you might have something. If you wanted to share this way, we can give Brother Marcus a little bit more time to work in his top five. <laughs> I could do that. I could. I could do that. Um, you know, over over the years, you know, I was a Boy Scout, avid camper. Uh, we did a lot of. Sean can attest to this, even though he's sideways right now. Sean can attest to. Um, we would go on a lot of the late night. I feel like we were in Inception. In I'm sorry, but go ahead. That's right. In Inception. <laughs> uh, we we did a lot of late night adventures. You know, as a lot of entry level, and we were kids. You know, I mean, like late teens, early twenties. We would do a lot of the get off late in the middle of the night uh, type of shit because we closed up places and we would all meet up and go and do stuff. Like we would go to uh, like Lou Gardens in the middle of the night and sneak in. We'd go to the beach and drop acid. We did all kinds of wild shit over the allegedly. time period. And allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. And uh, it's in the book. So th- over this time period, I met someone who grew to be a very close friend of mine. And uh, he was a, if you're familiar with the practiced of Santeria, he's a, a santo priest, okay? okay? And uh, he was, not only was he a good friend, he was also my next door neighbor. We both had five acres each and they were right next to each other, connected. So, you know, like we made a gate between us and stuff, we got close. If you know anything about Santeria, the practicers, especially somebody who's a priest, uh, they have a whole room that's like a shrine. And it, you know, and, and without getting too deep into the religion itself, it, the, the it's it's saints. Uh, the reason it saints is they were actually it's a it origins from voodoo all right which is you know of course you know it's the oldest uh when those slaves came over on the boats uh, they weren't allowed to practice the voodoo religion obviously uh, they were forced to to practice catholicism so what they did was is they took saints and they embodied their spirits that they worshiped or that they dealt with is really more what it is and they embodied them into those saints and that's why it's called santeria there's a quick backstory so with that said, you see all these things in their shrines that, are, that their saints are represented by. And the way, that, the way that saints or spirits work is really what it is. We're talking about ghosts and we're talking about spirits, that freaky ass shit. Some, some souls, when we go to cross over, don't cross over, right? The way this has been explained to me is some just either A, they have unfinished business here, which gets represented in stories a lot. Uh, oftentimes it's they're meant to be here on a spirit level to work like they have a mission they have missions here which so often is represented in stories uh, that we'll, we'll look at as sort of fictional so um, a couple of different events happened when I knew when I was really close with this person and uh, of all of the different religions and whatnots out there this is definitely one that I saw personal evidence of you can't tell me that spirits don't exist you can't tell me that people that know how to work with them don't work with them. And a lot of the people that we look at to be as like celebrities and 
people who have made it um, are definitely work with spirits to get there. Um, you deal with that with you will. So what they do is like, they set up like some of them like tobacco and they like alcohol and they like weed and they like different things, right? So, offerings. Uh, they're uh, basically they're offerings. offerings. Yeah, so they set them up with the candles and when you do that, then the spirits are more inclined to do shit for you. So me and him and my ex uh, were headed to the beach one day. It was a Labor Day. Uh, he was sitting in the back seat behind me. I'm in the passenger seat. She's sitting in the driver's seat. We make it into Cocoa Beach, allegedly. Uh, a cop gets right behind us, goes to start pulling us over. She kind of panics a little bit, right? Uh, the registration's two months out. And she kind of panics a little bit. And he's like, yo, why didn't you tell me when she got, when he got the cop got behind us? And she's like, I'm just, I don't know. I'm freaking out. I'm telling you he's there now. He took the two blunts aloud that he had and he crushed them up. And he kind of like halfway stuffed them underneath the bench seat that's in the back and the rest of it hit the floor. So it was on the floor, stuffed underneath the thing, smelled high, high, real strong, real strong. And they're real loud as fuck, right? And he starts doing prayer thing. I don't even want to pretend like I know what the fuck he was saying but he he did this chanting and chanting and chanting till the cop made it to the door cop asks for the credentials tells us all to get out of the car it smells like weed in the car has us line up on the wall he's still over there doing the prayers cop sits down in the driver's seat sits there for like 10 minutes searching everything doesn't find shit gets in my side searching everything doesn't find shit gets into the seat behind me where he was sitting as soon as this cop sat down where my friend was sitting, the cop's head violently shook real fast like oh. this. Stood up, got out of the car, walked right over to my ex, handed her the paperwork and said, y'all leave right now. Oh, shit. And just Whoa. made us leave as soon what? as he got there. Gives me goosebumps again thinking about Holy it, right? Oh, That's shit. wild shit. And, uh, and another time we were and this will, I'll wrap it up it's the same sort of Santeria situation I was sitting in his studio we made music together alright and I was sitting in the studio in order to get from his main living area to the studio you had to walk through his shrine room right so I was in there chilling we got these girls in there right homegirl says I gotta go to the bathroom right asked her friend something gets it out of the purse she was getting a tampon right right she gets up, she walks, goes through the shrine room. All of a sudden you hear this high-pitched fucking scream. And she comes running back and clawed onto me like a cat and would not let the fuck go. He says, what did you see? What happened? What happened? So I went into the room. This is what she says. I see a little black boy who looked like a cherub, right? He had wings and like some shit over his head like this. And he got in my face and went, boo. Uh -huh. Right? Walks over to one of his books, brings the Santo book over. No, bro. <laughs> Start, uh -oh. Starts flipping through the book, flipping through the book, just like this, blah, 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 blah. Holds the book up to us, just like this. Girl's looking at it. You, you could see it in her eyes right there. This little boy right here looked just like the description. He's, a, he's attracted to blood, and he likes to play pranks. Oh. And, yeah, and that's the main little description. Right, right. But, but the fact that she don't know nothing about nothing... And that's what she saw comes back and describes it. And as soon as he describes it and the whole thing plays out, like she had just started bleeding, like while she was sitting in wow. there. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's why she asked a friend for the tampon the whole nine, dog. So, like, that shit is real as fuck. And it definitely will scare the shit out of you oh. when it happens. And, Bro, and ever since then, I I don't try nothing. I won't try nobody if they're into spirits. I'm scared. Just what, listen what, do you, what do you do with that? <laughs> shit. Know Avoid that it's it? real. Nah, I mean, know, know, know that understand. it's real and know that it understand it to the abilities that you can. I read yeah. a lot up on and it. And if it's your um, thing, man, I mean, look at it like this, dude. There's a lot at the, of... At the very least, you picked it. Well, right, and here's the thing. There's a lot of cultures other than what we are... It, look, in this country, we're majority Christian, right? You know, I mean, at the end of the day, from... From our time past, we're still conditioned to live Judeo-Christian ethics, whatever, whatnot. So it still has its hold. So I will say prior to that being the case, most people, most religions, most things knew of these things. I mean, if, even if you look at the Aztecs and the old and ancient Mexicans, they worship their their ancestors in, in, in Day of the Dead. Um, you know, they hearken back to their ancestors, and that's what the shaman of every culture do, is they look to their ancestors for guidance and to teach them. And, you know, I mean, there's, we're, 
we're really one of the very first. I mean, it's relatively a new religion that we are in, or that we are predominantly in. And that is one of the very the first religion. that doesn't revere the dead like everybody else did. I don't know. Um, so, I mean, at the end of the day, there's a lot to think about when unwrapping that kind of shit. Um, I grew up not really knowing what to believe. We didn't really go to church or anything. We weren't taught what to believe. Uh, parents were pretty hands-off with the spiritual thing altogether. Just kind of let us figure it out, which has been nice because we weren't conditioned one way or another down any path. So it's been very open. So, I mean, I've traipsed down a lot of fucking paths. But I will say, when I was three or four, before I could even get into this shit, I remember in California, the weirdest shit that ever happened, this is what happened to me. I remember when I was in California growing up, as a child, I would always feel like I was being watched, and there was something always particularly, like, looking over me. I thought maybe it was just, I was weird, I was younger. But I remember one night, in particular, it was maybe four or five, I sat bolt upright in my bed and I looked straight ahead. My closet doors were dead ahead, dead center right in front of my bed. And I watched them open and then shut oh, as I sat up and I was like, what the hell? So I laid back down, covered my head, didn't think, you know, I didn't want to even bother with it. Like it was like a dream almost. So I saw that happen and, you know, I was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. So I covered my head. Years and years and years went on. I never told anybody about this. Not a single person, not a living person, not nobody. And after my father passed away, my dad passed away when I was 13. Though so I was talking to my mom that night that we found out the priest had come over and kind of let us know and everything. And I was talking to my mom and, and she said something about, well, you know, he'll always be there. You know that, right? And I was like, yeah, I believe that. Do you believe that? And she's like, yeah, I, I really do. And then she went further and told me that she always believed that when I was growing up, that her father, who had passed away before I was born, my grandfather watched over me as a guardian spirit and oh, that guardian no. spirit resided in my closet at that house that's where he lived that's where she felt his presence i had never told her about the closet opening and closing on several occasions but when she said that shit i told her what happened and i could see the tears in her eyes she was absolutely serious and so was i that shit was wild bro damn jeez man <laughs> jeez Oof. Wow. Now, Marcus. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> uh, How you going to top that, bro? Oh, I don't have a story. I just, I just do my top five. <laughs> I don't have a story. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, Shad said it earlier. It has to be on the list. And I'll just answer the question. Like, It would probably be the one that scared me the most because I was probably about four or five watching that movie. To this day, <laughs> hey clowns. Tim Curry is awesome. Love the new ones too, but Tim Curry is, yeah, he's the goat. Tim Curry's the man. <laughs> yeah. Tim Curry is the man. Legend is, should be a good. Yeah, definitely a legend. I got if the legend ring. Legend was a horror movie. I would be on there like a motherfucker. <laughs> I got Get Out. You ruined my eyes. Um, <laughs> Uh, Paying tribute see, to the new ones, I like that. Yeah, hey, like, Get Out is dope, man. Especially like I like you know, Jordan Peele in general. He's yeah, it's my, it's my favorite Peele flick so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Like, that Us is cool. Like Us was cool, but Get Out was like I like the Us. Us yeah. was Us was wild. Yeah. Um, well, they're all good. I would I would say Dawn of the Dead. I want to pay tribute to the original, but the newer Dawn one, the dead. just the, like, the first yeah, 20 minutes, God. like, how uncomfortable that movie was, like, the first 20, yes. 25 minutes, like, like taking away from the Necronomicon yeah. is getting played. Yeah, yeah. How many is that, four? That three, four? And then I'd say, I don't want to, like, I know, like, it's kind of a slasher, but I would throw the original Halloween in there, like, just for what it was, what it did for horror. You know? Sure, sure. That's classic. So, yeah. Is it? Those would be my I, I, won't, I won't argue that. I won't argue with you there. But Get Out is like the one, a... like the newer one, that's like, that's that shit's crazy. Because, uh, I mean, there's been, like, there's been movies like that, like the, like, the Invasion of Body Snatchers, like, something to that degree, but nothing like 
mm-hmm. what that movie was though you know like especially for that time and like you know the the racial undertone of the country and everything like that was yeah that was well, a really smart took movie a, an idea that's been used and they gave it a fine point and tra- yeah and drove home a point so yeah they definitely personalized that story definitely <laughs> definitely absolutely absolutely I like that list. I respect that. I respect that very much. Now, for me, for me, go ahead. What are you going to say right before I go into? I I was going to just throw something in there, and and maybe it'll influence in where you're going to. Maybe with yours. For me, it's like a by the decades thing. Like the '80s horror, the late '70s and '80s horror. Like it's not good. Any of it. It's it's fucking terrible. But at the Stop same it. time, when Stop I was it. a kid, that when we were kids, that was the horror that was available, and it was fucking amazing then. Yes. It's like you said, Sean, in the beginning, like time pad. Like if I go back and watch Leviathan, I might laugh the whole time and not walk out. Not only would I not walk out, I might laugh. You understand? So with that I said, I experienced that with the older stuff a lot. Like Stephen King shit is fucking terrible, and but folks, it was awesome back then. And folks yeah. need to remember too. All jokes aside. Evolution. 70s, 80s, and 90s. Oh. Most of those scripts and movies were made on cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Everybody, everybody <laughs> was fucked up on cocaine. At the very least. They were good yeah. for its time, though. They were good yes. for its time. They That's did, a really good they point. They did what they yeah. did with, with what they had. Yeah. That's and a very good point. seemed good with a head full of cocaine. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Every last one. Like, Have you ever watched it? Every on last one. one. Bro, I've watched movies on one night and I've watched them the next day, and it's a whole nother fucking movie. So mm-hmm. I get that completely. That's true. Now, that for me, true. I'm going to remove, because I had two of them that I was like in between with, with uh-huh. number five. I'm going to take those two out. Those two were uh, was the Insidious series and the Conjuring series. I was um, gonna have the, you know, one of those. One of those is gonna be. I didn't know w- which one to make my number five. So, but I'm gonna scratch those two out, put them to the side. Number five for me is gonna be Ghost Ship. Ooh, yeah, I, good like, I like it. I like it. Ghost Ship. I that like a good one. Yeah, yeah Ghost Ship. Classic. Yeah, that's cool. And then going up, the Sixth Sense. Something up there? I don't see anything. Did you ever feel the prickly things on the back of your neck? Yes. And the tiny hairs on your arm. You know when they stand up. Them. Of course. Of course. The Exorcist, the first one, of course. And number that two, was... The Serpent in the Rainbow. I want to hear you scream. Not good enough. I haven't seen it. I wanted to put that on my list because I've heard only good things and it's a fucking mm-hmm. cool classic. I want to put it on my list, but I haven't seen it. I don't deserve Oops. to put it on my list. Oh, you should yeah. definitely check it out. And number one, definitely of course, we've right mentioned it, is It. Now, the reason why movies like Serpent in the Rainbow, The Sixth Sense, and, you know, of course, you know, I had the Insidious. Is from the time that I was a child, I used to have, you know, I guess what most would consider night terrors. But it wasn't primarily from nightmares. It was from what I was seeing whenever I would open my eyes. And whatever I was seeing, they weren't the living. Now, granted, they weren't being harmful, but when you're not expecting something to be in your face, is in your face at that age and you can't explain it, that fucking scares the shit out of you. Now, I never did anything to communicate with any of them, so I never knew what any of them wanted. Never wanted to. Now, I've never said this out in the open, but as a child, I used to wet the bed. Sometimes it would be from that common dream we'd all have. You know, you're at the bathroom, you're taking a piss that feels great, but here you are pissing in the bed. But for the most part, it was what was scaring me when I was awake. Uh. Fast forward, Serpent in the Rainbow, 
This movie kind of takes place in Haiti. It has to do with voodoo. I'm glad you touched on the Santeria stuff because with voodoo stuff, I'm quite familiar with. Voodoo, magic, call it whatever you want. Respect it. This, I would not disrespect it. I'll tell you a story. I was maybe 14 or 15 years old. This was probably like the third time I was living in Haiti. At this particular time, like the house that I lived in was humongous, a huge property. So what we did is we allowed the merchants to store whatever they were selling during the day in a particular part of our house in a storeroom. Now, if my dad was away, grandpa was away, you know, I was the one left in charge of the house. We had maids and I had money for siblings. So one day, one of the merchants, you know, I'm out back with the maids and the siblings shooting the shit. And I hear somebody coming in and out of the gate without acknowledging anybody in the house. So I go up front, see it's this lady who, you know, she's one of the merchants out front. So I respectfully ask like, why didn't you let one of us know, but in particular me, why didn't you let me know you were coming into the house? You need to let yourself be known before coming into the house. So because she was an adult and I was a teenager, you know, they call me Whitey in Haiti too. She said a few words, and of course, you know, I'm a hothead. Anyone that knows me knows I'm a fucking hothead. I'm respectful until you make me hot. I was respectful at first, and she made me hot by calling me a punk-ass kid, whatever the fuck it was. So I called her every filthy name in the book. This bitch slaps the shit out of me. Okay? So we've all heard me say... If you put hands on me, I'm going to put hands on you. Now, the way my house is, the way the house is positioned, we're like pretty much the top of the hill and there's a long driveway down. So I started whooping her ass from the top of the hill all the way down into the street. Okay. That afternoon, I'm laying in bed because I, I, I didn't feel well. And then at some point, I literally couldn't move. Like, I, I literally, I'm literally laying down. I can't move for nothing. I start to feel nauseous. I tell my dad, hey, look, I, I can't move. I feel sick. My dad has to carry me to the bathroom. What? Now, before this happens, I'm at 170 pounds. My dad has to carry me to the bathroom. I'm vomiting from both ends nonstop. Nonstop. I can't, and mind you, my body is literally frozen. I can't do nothing but just like sit there. So, as Rick was mentioning earlier with the Santeria stuff, people who practice voodoo do have shrines as well. You'll see particular liquor bottles wrapped in a particular color handkerchief with a particular prayer or chant, if you will, a chat, you know, attached to it. So my dad drew a bath, he put me in this bath, he more or less baptized me with this particular alcohol wrapped in a red handkerchief, said some things. I lay down. I wake up the next day. I step on the scale. I'm 130 pounds. Well, 170. 40 pounds in one day? To 130. Okay, within that next. Now, that, vom- that vomiting section from both ends, that was going on for about two and a half hours straight, nonstop, like nonstop. So my dad wakes up, I wake up, he's like, you feel better? I'm like, yup. He grabs a machete. We walk down to the end of the driveway where all the merchants are and this particular lady's out there selling her shit. Taps her on the shoulder when she turns around and sees me, like she's dark skin, she's dark skin. When she sees me, she turned gray, and my dad proceeded to, uh, you know, I won't say what he did with the machete, but y'all know what time it is. And let everybody know you don't fuck with any of these kids. Now, mind you, I told you I was 170 motherfucking pounds to 130. And all she did was touch me. That slap was all she needed. She knew my family name. So, you know, when you're doing certain things, and you know evolving those kind of things like especially with serpent in the rainbow there's a lot of things they can do with you they have your name if they made any kind of contact with you um they can do anything whether you believe or not 
they can do anything. As far as like saints and spirits are concerned, like when you think of religion, you're always hearing about angels. In, the, in, in that religion, only seven of those angels have names. The rest of them do not. There's a ton of them. Think of every story that you might have heard from the Bible and what those angels had to do for God in the Bible. Ask yourself as a person, would you really want to meet an angel? Does an angel really have your best interest at heart? Angels angels have always been kind of uh, jealous of humans, and sort of in the stories anyway, and most of the lore that you hear and read. Angels like the dead are jealous of the living because they want to live. There's certain, you know, there's other aspects because, you know. It's funny that you mentioned that because, uh, I mean, if you look at shit, the King James version of the Bible, um, like, you know, it's, it's the one who translated it. He's actually, um, yeah, it's wrote demonology books prior to that. Um, I mean, like, you can look it up on Wikipedia that it's the same dude that wrote a bunch of demonology right before prior to translating the Bible. Um. And I'm not saying that that has any kind of correlation. You can translate the Bible very well by, you know, still being whoever the hell you want to be. But it's like, it's just kind of weird. It's like, why is that the circle that that's in? Um, so, I mean, yeah, but if you look at the Lesser Key of Solomon, a lot of the entities and the different things that are mentioned in there are, you know, mentioned as cherubim or seraphim or different orders of angels. And, mm-hmm. you know, it brings it back to the fall and when that happened and how that happened and and a lot of it ties in but it's funny that because you were mentioning that as far as like in Santeria the different things that you're able to do I mean there's you know throughout time there's been different cultures that you know I mean the gypsies gypsies have gypsy curses that do the same thing um you know the movie Thinner Sir Thinner Stephen King, for what it's worth, I'm not a big fan of him himself, <laughs> but as far as his depth of knowledge, as far as the occult goes, is a very knowledgeable guy, so you gotta think that a lot of the stories that he writes comes from a place of knowledge. Exactly. Yep. Because like with the seven angels, you know, Satan has his seven demons, only those have names, and then there are armies behind those, so essentially they're just generals. Now you move on to, you know, saints, spirits, angels, and what you can do with those now. It was said after the first fall, there was a second war in heaven. And because of that war, heaven's gates have been closed up until, you know, till now. So those that are able or who are worthy of going to a better place aren't able to go. So they're stuck here. Hell's open 24-7, so, you know, there's no problem for him, so he's good to go. So with all these spirits roaming around, again, like the angels, all the dead want to do is live. They're jealous of us living. Some of them are strong enough to possess, if you will. Because when you look look at uh, certain situations, certain things that happen in real in the news or in real life, you'll always hear a backstory saying, you know, I've known this person for so long and never thought he would be capable of something like this. You know what I mean? Just out of the blue, something like that happens. You just have... With voodoo, you just really don't want to fuck around with that because <laughs> there's a price to everything. We all have... Yeah, that's a- we I all agree have, with that. We all have what, what... Your guardian angels essentially are your ancestors that have passed on. Right. Okay? Right. They're, they're protecting the bloodline. So any hairy situation you might have gotten out of, you know, hey, thank your ancestor. You know, you might be thanking the wrong person. You should be thanking your ancestors. You're the ones looking out for you. When I'd walk into a... Sato priest house or warlock, if you will. They can see my backup. Those that practice can see who's rolling with me. Like I can see who's rolling with them. From the time that I was a child till now, I can see that shit. So without me having to practice, because you know, again, that comes with a price. There are certain 
bad saints that have, you know, you don't want to call their name because once you call their name, might be really, really hard to get rid of. You know what I mean? That's what. So, you know, that's why Serpent in the Rainbow and the Sixth yeah. Sense, you know, you know what I mean? That's why Serpent in the Rainbow and the Sixth Sense kind of, you know, you know, it scares me the most because, you know, that just, the Serpent in the Rainbow Fucking and the Clowns. Six, yeah, you know. Dude, Ghost I gotta and watch Voodoo. This movie. <laughs> yeah, you do. Sucks like I haven't seen this movie. Yeah. Like, Ghost and Clowns really got me <laughs> fucked up. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's my top five. It, Serpent in the Rainbow, Exorcist, The Sixth Sense, and Ghost Ship. It's a now, good five. It's a good five. I, I loved everybody's picks. Really loved your stories. Like, hey, man, moving on since we got to wrap things up. Hey, hey, uh, before we move on, man, can I throw yeah. something out here? And I don't want y'all to judge me. I'm sorry. I've never seen the original Exorcist. Oh, you definitely got to watch that, brother. It probably I mean, helps scare you now. I just want to say, I don't think it would even like hit like it like it's supposed to, you know? Because I've no, seen it's so funny many other that, dude. I was talking to my mom the other night about horror movies because I told her we were doing the podcast and stuff. And she's like, have you even seen Exorcist? And I was like, look, mom, at by now I've seen all of the Exorcist. It's not in chronological order. Like I know <laughs> the exact, I've seen the fucking movies. <laughs> I just haven't seen the scenes as they happen. So, I mean, we've all seen The Exorcist. We all know about The Exorcist. I've heard oh, it's yeah. fucking terrifying. And if you have the time, yes. but yeah, it's not one of those movies that age well where you're going to sit there and be like, this is fucking exciting. Yes. <laughs> it's classic. It's a long movie. But before I move A lot on. of movies get, I was just going to say, a lot of movies um, are as good as they are because of when when they come out, mm-hmm. what's going mm-hmm. on, at that time, I mean, yeah. and where we are as people. Because mm-hmm. Exorcist was very controversial back then. Extremely controversial yeah. Oh, yeah. back then. Yeah, it okay. didn't go well. That's Anything serious. to do with the church. Anything to do with the church. Ah. Mm-hmm. Now, before I go on, I did watch the Pope's Exorcist, Sean. One thing that made me uncomfortable in that movie, because, you know, it's a little boy that's possessed. I don't know if anyone, if that's going to ruin it for anybody. His mom and his sister were, were sitting in the bed with him. He grabs his mom's boob, and his mom, you know, pushes the boob away, and he grabs it again. You never breastfed me, mother. Oh, never breastfed me, mommy. Oh, my. Now, I know the kid is possessed in the movie, but I'm still seeing a kid grabbing his mom's boob, because that's what you, you know. <laughs> yeah. So that, that made me uncomfortable. That, I just wanted to mention that. I didn't want to harp on it. It was weird. I, will, I, I I think that that's kind of what they were going for. I don't think that they had a lot more as far as edgy goes, and that's kind of the one thing that they were like, let's make this audience squeamish. Um, but, yeah, it, it was it, it did. The I job. don't like much with kids at all. Like actually, to be honest with you, that's that was one of the things about um uh, about Pet Cemetery, the original one. Yeah, that really bothered me when I was younger. There's just a lot of things when it comes to like kids and death and stuff. Yeah. That I, it fucks with me. You know what I mean? Like it's That's harder why for that me movie to enjoy was so it. fucking dreadful. Yes. Because yeah, the fact that they had that kind of thing going on, and those kids were extremely young. Mm-hmm. Like, like my characters. dad. My dad like is kind of like he's kind of like quasi like he kind of opposes the Hunger Games because it 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 sort of like it puts kids on display as being killed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like like mm-hmm. that. It's like that. Uh, before I, I go to that. this list, I want to give one. Holy weird! I want to give one horror movie a shout out that should always get a shout out. Tales from the Hood. I've been waiting for you, boys. <laughs> Boom! Check Hell it yeah. out I love if you that haven't movie. seen it. <laughs> I love that movie. Oh, yeah, it's, it's great. Oh, it's a good one. Now, so much of short stories. These are projects. I uh, saw a list. These are projects we get to look forward to 2024, 2025. Hopefully the stress isn't going to hinder these things. But Scream, The Legacy Ends, I believe is coming out in 2025. I got Dana Holland. The Black Phone 2. The Black Phone 1 was pretty good. Um, Yeah, that was good. Final Final Destination 6. Constantine 2. Are you surprised? You know? Yeah, I was the final destinations, bro. Me that too. Me too. Terrible, but I love. Um, I like Constantine. Yeah, I've been waiting for this. I he's been waiting yeah. for a good script. So me too. Me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have I Am Legend Chapter Two. Will Smith, Michael Ooh. B. Jordan will be in that one. Okay. We have The Crow, like Nevermore. Bill Skarsgård is going to be in that one. Seen oh. that? 
looking forward arachnophobia. to arachnophobia i don't know if anyone has ever seen arachnophobia what? from back the original like, horse the original yeah, is what? fucking awesome the original yeah, is great. i forgot yeah. how much it scared me we have um <laughs> twisters coming out what uh, another mm -hmm. twister twisters i'm looking forward to that Let's one stop we have the conjuring last rites oh, we oh, have man. um furiosa i don't know what that's about but Anna it's Taylor Mad Joy Max, and Chris Hemsworth are going to be in that one. It's like, like a Mad Taylor Joy. It's like the yeah, Mad yeah, Max sequel, prequel or something yeah, like that. Yeah, she's nuts. Oh, that's a Mad Max sequel? Right, ah, a prequel. okay. Right, that makes prequel. sense. Yeah. Okay. What were you uh, talking about right before the Taylor Joy one? There was one you mentioned. It was... Uh, the Conjuring, Last Rex. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to... I just wanted to throw it in. You had an honorable mention on good movies. Man, I watched that movie, The Nun. I hate the entire series now. That movie is stupid. I'm sorry. I know you like it. That's right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know you like it. I just realized that as I was saying it, I was like, that's right. I didn't like it. I don't know why, but I did. Everybody I does. It. Everybody does. It went very well. I just, I didn't. And then we have The Joker 2, which is going to be a musical. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> with Gaga. Yeah. yeah. We have yeah. Avatar, The yeah. Sea Bear coming out December 24. Yeah, man, man I saw it in the second one. I won't need it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We have Captain America: Why New I... World Order. I'm ready to see that one. Yeah. Yeah. We have Gladiator Part Two. Oh. Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe will be in this. Is he gonna have that accent? Is he gonna have that? I'm hoping he goes with the Pope's accent this time. Because you know he's supposed to be a Spaniard, so you know hopefully, <laughs> no, hopefully no, he this uses one the are... accent. Defend me. My faith does not require defense. And they're bringing his son in, and uh, I believe Pedro Pascal plays his son. So hold up, here's, here's what I need to ask. In the first one, I remember his wife and son being hung and buried. Mm, yeah. Did, yeah. Did he have an outside? You yeah. know, these motherfuckers have outside babies, so yeah, whatever yeah, that yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, did we do that? Oh, God damn mm -hmm. it. Then no, we have no, a quiet... no, his son, his son that he had with, uh, with, uh, with um, this guy, with Joaquin's chick. That was actually oh, his yeah, son. Yeah, that's right. That's that was right. his son. So it's right. him growing up and it's played by Todd oh, Pascal. Right. Makes sense. He's in my belly. Makes sense. And then we have A Quiet Place coming out. We have Blade another to quiet look forward place? to. Mm -hmm. Another a Quiet, quiet place. place. Wow. Uh, Yo, I heard Mufasa. they fired this guy. Who? Uh, fucking uh, the guy that they brought in for um, Snipes. Is he still doing it? The guy that played Mo uh, Morpheus. He's supposed to be. I can't remember yeah, his name. No, 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 no. Fishburne. Marcus, what's his Sanger, name again? Yeah. Oh, the guy that huh? he was in. Uh, he was in uh, Luke Cage. The Ooh, guy that's gonna play Blade. Oh, the Luke Cage guy. Oh, uh, I can't say his name. <laughs> I don't even want to. Oh, I don't want to it. I know his oh, last name is terrible. Ali. <laughs> I don't want to. There we go, bro. We'll just, we'll just say is Mr. It, Ali, but let me speed Mar this up. Marshala? Marshala? Probably. I was saying I already butchered it, bro. I don't want to. <laughs> so after Blade, said, I'm not gonna fuck him up now. <laughs> after Blade, we have Mufasa. We have Inside yeah, Out Sonic. Part Two, Sonic Part Three, another mm. Garfield movie, that Despicable hurts. Me Part Four, okay. Kung Fu Panda Four, Ballerina, I get it. Beetlejuice Part Two. I believe Jenna yeah. Ortega is gonna be in that, that one. Looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah she is. Um, yeah, she Star is. Wars X, Godzilla Kong, The New Empire. On that Garfield movie. Xenom 3, I don't know why. Um, I know why. There's a series name now. What? You know what? Hardy is going to be in that one again? Mm -hmm. yeah. Probably. I think then, she's contracted in. And then Max, Max, the streaming series, is going to have Welcome to Dairy with uh, Pennywise the Clown. Yes. We're going to yeah, have... Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It's supposed to bridge together a lot of his, his like, verse. And then we're going to have Alien 5 with Sigourney Weaver. We're going to have The Strip hey. 10. Smile Part 2, The Simpson Movie Part 2, Frozen 3, Mortal Kombat Part 2, and then we're also going to have The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, and oh. finally, another, uh, the final Marvel movie, uh, Thunderbolts. So yes, we have that to look forward to. And again, thanks more again for Hunger joining. Yeah, yeah, more Hunger Games. This is a prequel to The Hunger Games. As they ride that dead horse. Yeah, no. As long as Jennifer Lawrence is in it, they gotta ride that to the end. She's not. But that is all the time we have, folks. Thanks again for joining us. If you guys are looking for any artwork, please check my nephew Nate out. His info is in our bio. Feel free to hit him up with anything you need. Yes, sir. And check out our. I'm sorry, y'all. 
check out our uh, intro outro track track is called trap sex by nish you can find his music on soundcloud and youtube absolutely signing off rick gage sean marcus and i'm al peace later